to the show. You are live with Milani. Today, I want to welcome my guest, Morris Claiborne. My mom would be so proud of you because you said <laughs> Morris. You said my you said my, my full name. Oh, absolutely. Correctly. <laughs> well. she, she hate when people say Mo. Like uh, some, sometime when they, when they call me Mo around, she's like, that ain't his name. I named him Morris. That is, well, <laughs> I'm in with mama then. <laughs> let me tell you something. My husband is my so out, particular <laughs> about names. So yesterday I looked up the name and I said, okay, let me get the name right. Uh-huh. So, yes, Morris Claiborne. Yes. I hear a lot of Maurice. Uh, you know, people come up, hey, Maurice, I'm your biggest fan. I'm like, <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> you don't know my name. Thank you. <laughs> Man, That's so funny. welcome to the show. And we also have one of my really good friends who actually set this interview up. Thank you. His name is Daryl Goodfella Good. I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to take a page out of Mo's book. You glad I said? I'm glad you said my name. I done known you 25 years. If I don't know your name by now, you should just get up and leave. Hey, it's not Darlie, which I hate when people call me that. So, um, so Daryl came to me about you, Morris, and he was talking to me about your music, and I was immediately interested in knowing more about your story. And uh, I think it's really important anytime you're putting out any music or anything else, when you connect a story to it, mm-hmm. that allows people to buy into it. Because, you know, we got we could we could listen to any kind of music we want to. It's so much out there right. that nowadays I think the story is one of the most important things. So the first question I have, where are you from? From Shreveport, Louisiana. Yes, born and raised. Um in the Queensboro area, um, I attended um, high school at Fair Park High. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> you say, yeah. Come on, man. <laughs> well, I you mean, know, you, you know what's cool about though. Growing up, about where bro, I'm you from. forgot the band, all of that, bro. So, okay, so we so at your high school. So dude. we'll get into that. So we'll okay, get into ahead. that. What I love about <laughs> that immediately, immediately, when we had the label. First of all, Shreveport is one of the most important regions. Really? I don't care what nobody tell you. We know radio cats. If you do not come through Shreveport, uh-huh. you're not doing your job. Like, really? that's that's a hotbed for breaking and, and, records. And it's definitely they, they there. I'm just talking about from guys like um, Big Papa, um, Hurricane, um, Cocaine, COVID, bless, rest his soul. He just he passed away a couple um, a couple months ago. The talent that's down there is unbelievable, man. Like you got guys everywhere, and like hit songs, yeah. you can just find them like laying around. Listen, that's 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 one of the stopping points for sure for anybody that's. And I mean, radio is a little different now, but uh-huh. when we were. Doing the label, Shreveport was a very important city. It's more more so in New Orleans and then Shreveport. You not necessarily mm. Shreveport because it's yeah. it's those small cities that really are the heartbeat of the music. That's that's amazing because I didn't know that. Yep, like I thought it would be like New Orleans and because you know and then when you talk to guys um, just individually and you know they got talent, they got a little buzz behind them and stuff, and you know they always say like you know it's so hard. You know, mm-hmm. to get out of here, to do it here 
in Shreveport. So I hear it a lot from the guys that's in the streets. So mm. that's why when you say I'm like, wow, like no. they must be trash then, but <laughs> I know what I'm listening to is good. You right. know? It must not other people just might right. not be receiving it yeah. the way I Well, am. you know, <laughs> A prophet is without honor yeah. yeah, in his own home. Okay. I mean, Jesus even had that. So it's okay. kind of okay. like, it's same thing happens in Dallas. Now, I'll tell you what cities I don't think that happens in, and that's more like um, Houston, mm-hmm. Los Angeles. Yeah. You know, for some reason, they get a lot of love in their own city. Atlanta as well. Atlanta as well, yeah. yes. Yeah. 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 yeah, you're right about that. Yeah, so that's... Hey, so that means that you got to make sure your city is you, hopping. I feel like that. I feel like you, before you start anything, well, it's like you you, you, you going out and, like, entertainment or something. Mm-hmm. Like, you got to have those people around you that you grew up with. Like, your, mm-hmm. your city, you have to have your city Absolutely. on lock. But it's so hard, it though. It is. Because these are the people you grew up with. You know, some people to feel probably feel like, yeah, you don't deserve to be there or... Some some people had the same dream that you have, and now they feel you made it, and they didn't, and now they feel like that's supposed to be me and not him, you know. So that's how disses get started, yeah. you know. And well, let's talk about that. What do you feel like set you apart that you were able to do what you've done just just up to this point? So you had to come through the the school system, the city. You had to go through some major obstacles to get to the to the level that you have gotten to. I tell people all the time, like it's and, and being uh, it might it might and it might sound so cliche to people because you hear it so much and, and and people feel the way they feel about it. But being a, a a young black kid is being black is a whole fight by itself. And and I don't even not even trying to take this to race, you know. But it is is what it is, you know. So. Growing up as a as a young black kid in poverty, you know, you walk in these same street, you walk in the streets every day where it's nothing but violence, you know, crime, you know, drugs, you know, and you 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 got to walk through this every single day, you know, and those different hurdles you got to jump, mm. like you got to go through it, and people don't really understand like. They see me. They say, "Oh, you, you just played football, and you, you know, you did this, and you made it. You good." Like they don't under, really understand. Like even when I was in high school, I don't know if it was just the, the way I carried myself or my personality, but kids thought I had more than what I had, mm. and I'm on I'm on the same blocks as them. You know, I'm having the same problems in the houses in my house as y'all having in y'all house. You know, but they thought I had more than what I what I had and that wasn't the case and you know I remember people asking me that all the time and I remember telling a girl like I go through the same thing you go through you know I go through the exact same problems you have I have in the house out the house you know we struggling ain't no hot water in my house neither you know so and 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 people don't understand those hurdles you have to jump as a as a as a little kid as growing up in those situations especially when you got a goal and you got a dream to do something it just make it, it makes it ten times harder, you know, to get there. And, and you're only gonna find a couple people who's really there to help you, that really want to see you succeed, that really want to push you forward. You're gonna have a, a couple of a couple of those, you know. Man, who 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 contributed then to that mindset? My dad mm. and my dad. I call him my dad, which he was my he's, he was my stepdad. My my dad and he passed away 
passed away. He's been, uh, mm, been a while. It's been a little minute since he's he's been gone from here. But my my real dad is still alive. But when I was growing up, I only had my stepdad in the house as a dad, and you know I had my uncles and stuff like that, and. I had a um a trainer, a coach of mine by the name of Coach Prude, and I remember my first time walking into high school and I saw him working out with a couple more guys like Ronnie Prude, like guys that went to LSU and went went pro, Spro Miles Swift. I saw him working out with those guys and the first day I saw those, I was like, Man, look at this dude, like and I really they, they talked to me and told me what they did and stuff like that. I never missed another day of working out after that day. And I was in the ninth grade. Whoa. I never missed another day of working out. So he was a big part of, you know, molding the personality that I have. And my dad, like I always say, I, I watched this man struggle. Like I watched him, you know, sit at the table with his hand on his head, like how we going to pay this next month bills, you know. And I, I watched him, you know, always find a way to do it, you know, mm. and with the help of my mom. Like I, I, I watched him you know, go through it. So he, he was always one of my heroes. Like, I, I love the guys on TV, don't get me wrong, Michael Jordan's all they was good. But, you know, as a, a hero, a role model, like, I see this man every day. I, I'm witness, you know, what he's going through to, to keep me and my brothers, you know, right and to try to keep us from that path that he know that's out there. And and it's so easy to get into, but, but hard to get out of Man, that wow. right there was huge. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow, what's your what, what was your stepfather's name? His name was Robert Owens. Robert Owens, yeah. man, better wow. known as Bay. Bay, yeah, shout out to Bay. That's yeah. what's up. So yeah. that mindset that you have to skirt the obstacles, but also like you're a family man, mm-hmm. and you like the real family man. You know, you have <laughs> some fam mans out here. It's <laughs> like we don't know what you. <laughs> <laughs> but you the whole, you know, you 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 got a whole family over there, six children. Yeah, I got a starting five with a backup. Yeah. <laughs> Who want it? Oh, right. I don't know. You you gave your, you said you want the red pill or the blue Because, girl, you about to go into this matrix. Right. <laughs> Leave everything behind. Right. Look, and I really want it. I really want 10. Oh, wow. Oh, honest, wow. God bless you. I want mm. 10. But mm. at this point, I don't think I'm going to get it. Right. So, you know, I. I sell. I, I just settle for what. Hey, I got. what you I got? Yeah. Well, y'all y'all broke out some twins, so you might be able to like trick a one more good time. Probably so. <laughs> Probably so. You know, I'm holding on a little bit of hope. Yeah, you know. <laughs> I, I'm a firm believer. Um, I wanted one in my head when I was younger because I was like, oh, I'm an A and R. I'm gonna do this music, blah blah blah. I got. I'm just gonna strap them on my back. We going we to meetings? Yeah, no, that didn't happen. That's all. I got four, but. I think, you know, what makes a woman give you what what you want, kids or what children or whatever you want, is how you treat her. Mm-hmm. So that says a lot about how you treat her. Um, you don't leave her hanging. Right. Yeah. You know, you're not like, oh, we're going to have these children and here they're yours. Right, right. But I sense and just mm-hmm. from what I can see, I don't even know you. It's both of y'all and you are all in and I love it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, like, I, I put her, my wife. Jennifer, shout out to Jennifer. Jennifer. Shout yes. out, Jen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my wife, I I try my hardest every single day to put her first. I, I put her before the kids. Listen. 
Hey. Listen, <laughs> we need to call Oprah. Yeah, right? <laughs> what the heck? Hey. Wait a doggone minute. Yeah, that, what that's, I mean, them what that's did Robert <laughs> Owens do? Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes, sir. He is talking. That's, I, try my, I try my hardest. Like, oh. I, and, and I'm not perfect at all. Like, I fall short. Like, we, we have problems. We, we have arguments just like any other couple, mm-hmm. you know, but... As us being so young, you know, and I feel like I've I've seen it all. I feel like I'm I'm 31 years old, but I feel like I've seen everything pretty much. And mm-hmm. and being like I say, being in the NFL and being the draft pick that I was, and coming into the situation that I was, and into Dallas, mm-hmm. the spotlight is you know it's unbelievable. But me meeting her, and and right about the time that I was meeting her, I was in. I don't want you to say. It was a midlife crisis or something, but mm-hmm. I was I was just feeling something about you know just changing my ways and didn't want to do the stuff that I was doing. I didn't want to go out every night and you know I didn't want to go out and then have no one to come home to. You know, like I love having a woman that I can come home to. You know, I love having I love having stability. You know, wow. it's 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 big. You know, and and at that time when I when I first met her. Um, like I said, I felt like I was in a midlife crisis where I was, um, my, I was looking at my kids and I had just, I had just had my daughter. Um, and, but me and her mom wasn't together at the time when, when we had her, you know? So, and I'm like, you know, I can't, I can't keep living like this, you know? So, and by the time I met Jennifer, it was, it was perfect. It was like, it was like she out of all the women that I was meeting at that time, you know, which was just looking at me for for a dollar sign or whatever, or whatever to mm-hmm. get them a step ahead, you know, I just seen something different in this girl, and it was like, it was crazy because it was like wow. at that time I was still confused on do I want to live this life or live this life. So I'm trying my hardest to push her away, like mm. just doing little stuff to try to make her mad where she, you know, mm-hmm. but. She didn't go nowhere. Mm-hmm. And then at the time when I realized, I really don't feel like I can't live without her. Like, mm-hmm. so what am I waiting on? Like, why am I why am I waiting to just keep up my girlfriend? You know, and I can't, I want her here. I, like, I. Dude. Yeah. But, but, but the big, <laughs> I'm going to tell you, the big, one of the big <laughs> things that got, okay, it's two, it's two things that got me with Jennifer. The first one was, when the time that I met her, I was moving, looking for a house to move into. Mm. And I was staying in some condos in Irving. Wow. And I was looking for a house to move into. And she was um she started helping me through the process of looking looking for a home. And when we uh <laughs> when we finally found the house that we wanted, we finally got the house. And we was moving stuff in, moving stuff in, and we was paying and stuff like that. And I know her, like, she, she's always got to stay right. Her hair, you know, everything got to be on when she walk out the house and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So I watched this girl walk around with a big paint spot, white paint spot in the top of her head, like, mm. in her hair. Like, it was horrible. Mm. So I'm like, <laughs> like, days, <laughs> days went by. Days went on and on and on, and 
she still had to pop the spot her head. I'm like, babe, you ain't gonna, you know, take a break, you know, and try to go get your hair done. And she was like, you know, I ain't, I, I ain't worrying about that. I can't, I ain't got no time to worry about, you know, little BS like that. You know, I, we got to try to get the house and stuff going on right there. So off the top, that right there caught me. I'm like, dang, like, because wow. what I've been experiencing, it ain't this, mm. you know. So it automatically caught me. I'm like, okay. So, you know, I kept, kept going, but I, I wrote it down, like, that was strong. Like, I'm going to keep that right here, wow. you know, just for the, that, just that little fact, you know. And I remember I was going through knees. I had two knee surgeries at the same time, so I couldn't walk. And I couldn't, I couldn't walk for, like, six, six months or so. Like, I couldn't even walk. I had to just lay in the bed or I had to try to get around on the crutches the best I could. And that whole time, like, that girl didn't go nowhere. Like, that whole six months, I saw her every day all day mm. i couldn't walk so i had to i had to urine in a jug oh i've been there and, the pp things yeah right. <laughs> right so and i'm taking these i'm taking these the um the hydrocodone that they give you mm -hmm. for the pain i'm taking these pain pills so out the blue i'll just fall out i just fall asleep in the bed mm -hmm. you know and you know it get hard to pee and all that stuff mm -hmm. when you're taking medicine mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. i'll fall asleep and I'll catch myself, wake back up, and, like, she's her just holding the jug. Like, wow. That, like, the whole time, like, when I wow. had to get to the facility, like, in one of my songs, I say, like, I, c I can't remember exactly, but it was like I couldn't use my legs, but you you were my legs, like, the whole time. Like, she, man, she held it down. Like, mm. no matter what it is, I couldn't walk, man. She would pick me up, take me where I need to go to the restroom, like, everywhere. It, it, it was just it, it 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 took me to a place I've I've never I've never been I never experienced you know dealing with a female you know at that time and it it, it caught me man it said something man I had no idea this was gonna be more relationship based <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna drop the science <laughs> it's like golly fell you you don't know how to work the live you you oh. straight did not go live. <laughs> I am just straight showing my good. inability. Bella. I probably would have been the same way. Oh, look, I'm thinking I'm doing something, holding that joint like, yo, I'm right, getting this. Like, I'm yeah. sorry. All right, look, we'll I apologize. Our, you know, that's okay to give us time to get our okay, cause man, you know, corners yeah. of our mouth. <laughs> you shall you shall hold that phone for a long time. Bro, I, there, like I thought I was recording. No, because I was looking, I was like, man. So you didn't record nothing? I thought I did, but I couldn't. Yeah, no. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> My bad. I swear I was like, oh, yeah, I hit it. Okay, we good. Oh, let's see. I, I'm Bro, in the, two at I, the same time. Listen, I'm in the moment. Wow. I'm in the moment. This is great. Mars, that's powerful. I, I don't know if you, like, realize what you just said. Um, You just described the relationship, number one, with your father. Mm-hmm. Number two, he was your stepfather. Mm -hmm. And then you described your family. And you just described one of the greatest needs in our community. Mm -hmm. With everything that's going on, you just don't hear these types of stories. And when I asked you, well, what, how did you get that mindset? And you just told us. You just told us like that it does matter um, a father and it doesn't even have to be your father, but a man that's willing to step up mm -hmm. and show you an example mm -hmm. 
And the fact that you was like, okay, I'm 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 wilding, whatever, but I know the blueprint. Mm -hmm. And that's what's so amazing about just hearing you talk and realizing that the music is one thing, but I really believe like sincerely, mm -hmm. I think God's gonna use you like beyond you and your wife, mm -hmm. beyond what you could imagine. And I'm not somebody that goes around, you're, you you know, people always trying to get you some kind of ministry or something. Right. No, it's not that kind of vibe because it may it may be in this music realm. Right. It it really might be you you may not step foot in a church or or a corporate assembly necessarily, but the message mm -hmm. of what you have to say and the blueprint like is so dope. Like Go ahead. No, whatever. I, I, could, I, I see, and my son, let's take my son, for example, and me me playing football, um, my last my last year in Dallas, I had to end up traveling to New York to go play. And so his mom, his mom lives out here as well with his sister. So, you know, I see him daily, you know, even picking up from school, you know, me and the mom, our relationship with her and my wife, that relationship is is good. Mm -hmm. They have an understanding on you know what it's what it's about, you know, and mm -hmm. it's it's about the kids. So that is good, you know, mm -hmm. solid, mm -hmm. you know. So when my son, when I'm when I'm not here in Dallas and I'm not seeing him daily, he's not at the house spending the night. We're not reacting, having that time to talk, mm -hmm. you know. I seen the biggest difference in the world. Like, I left for those two years to go to New York, and I was coming back off-season, you know, stuff like that. A couple months, out the, the most time I spent with them out of those two years was, was probably three months or so, mm -hmm. or something like that. Mm -hmm. And they'll fly down, probably fly down during the holidays. But, you know, his mom want him on the holidays too, so, you know, we'll mm -hmm. separate the holidays and, you know, try to break it down where it's, it's fair for everybody. Mm -hmm. And just him being here in Dallas and me being all the way across the world, when I came back, mm. it was the biggest difference in the world. Like from where we was at when I left and when I came back, it was like, oh my God, like wow. this is really taking a toll on him and on me. Because mm. the FaceTime and, and all that, it, it's good, but it I'm the type of dad where I wanna hug, I wanna I wanna love on him and it's just that FaceTime don't get it. Mm. You know, and just leaving him and my daughter for that time, you know, you can see the biggest difference in the world like mm -hmm. and then I have to catch myself like because I'm I'm here and I have I have other kids at the house too that I have to tend to and I have to be able to do stuff for her. and my wife has set up a photo shoot or mm -hmm. something like that and now I don't want to do the photo shoot because I'm in my feelings because my <laughs> other baby's not right, here right. you know and stuff like that now she upset with me like well you got kids right here you got to do it Will she have a, a point to a right to, to to raise that that flag you know and say that and I I know I was wrong for it, you know, but that's just the way I was feeling at the time. I'm missing my kids. They're not here, you know, but that time that you, that, that baby need mm. with, you know, the head figure of the house, you know, that man figure, like, mm. I know a lot of moms that do a great job at it. Mm -hmm. Like, only she in the house with that, she do a great job at it, but it's only so much she can do. It's only so much she can teach him, you know. Mm. He got to see it as well, you know. Mm -hmm. he, it's all right for you telling him, but he also got to see it and see it in action, you know, before he, 
he or she can get it and realize, you know, really what it means, mm-hmm. you know, not to have him, not to have his father, their father there. But I seen the biggest difference in the world so that now I'm like, I know what I have to do. And it's hard every single day, every single day. You got to learn your kid. Like, mm-hmm. they going through stages. They going through the same thing you went through when you was a kid, but now they got a, a technology with anything they want, anything they want to search at the at the tip of their hand, anything they want to learn is at the tip of their hand. So things that they that they shouldn't be learning right now, that it should be the parent teaching them, you might have somebody else teaching them, mm-hmm. teaching them that, you know. So I, I just I know I'm going off to the subject Please a little don't. bit. Please don't. No, no, no. But but this is good. Just that time that I miss with him, and just that year. That first year that I missed, and from my from when I left and when I got back, it was complete different. I didn't even know who this kid was pretty much anymore. It's like I had wow. to relearn him over again, and I could see him struggling in certain areas, you know. And I asked him like, "Hey, do you do you think Daddy should should stop playing football? And do you want me to be home more?" He was like, "No, I don't want you to stop playing football, but I want you to be closer to home. Like, like I I want to mm-hmm. see you more." You know, and right then and there, I was thinking, yeah, it's time for me to come home. Like, it's time for me to stop playing football, and it's time for me to go tend to what I got to tend to. Bro, I, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm really speechless because <clears throat> I don't. There's so many men that need to hear this right now. Right. There's so many women that need to hear what you're saying. Like. It's probably men right now who are doing the FaceTiming and this conversation is going to make them go find their babies. Mm -hmm. This conversation is going to inspire them to say, you know what? I was feeling that Mm -hmm. and I didn't know how to articulate it. I didn't know what I was feeling, but the way you just put it is so clear. And the way you described your son uh, manifesting this behavior if you will that that you caught it Mm -hmm. and and here's the other thing you were willing to put something on hold Mm -hmm. that brings you money fame and a whole bunch of other stuff for your family right like i mean it's so many even athletes right now that have children everywhere and what all of us don't understand is that these children are going to grow up into adults and where you didn't put those seeds, mm-hmm. they were, they were still planted, mm-hmm. whether that's by a cell phone, their, their homies, the neighborhood, oh. that tree is going to grow. Exactly. And how so you, how you want it to grow, man. <laughs> and, and it's, it's, that's, I'll tell, I'll tell, my wow. daughter, my daughter told me the other day, mm. <laughs> um, we was in the, we was in, um, in the restroom brushing our teeth. You know, she's like, Dad, I want to tell you something, but I don't want you to get mad at me. And I was like, baby, I'm not going to get mad at you. Like, like why do you think that? Because they, they all, for some reason, everybody is scared of Dad, right. which I feel like that's how it's supposed to be, mm-hmm. which they going to give me the, like, their moms don't understand it. Like, I can spank them, and the next thing you know, they on my lap, like, hugging me, like, Daddy, I love you. Daddy, do you love me? Like, like if they think they, if they think they made me mad or something, they right. always like, Dad, you're not angry, are you? Daddy. I love you. Do you love me? Like they always Aww. do stuff like that. And my, my wife be like, I don't, that don't make no sense. Like that don't mean, I was like, they see, they just know where they can get that unconditional love. And they know when I'm, when they mess up, I'm on them. When they, when they write them, you know, it's, 
It's all love. Mm-hmm. But I got to correct you when you wrong. Because if I don't, you're going to keep trying. You're going to keep trying. And then before you know it, <laughs> you're going to be in handcuffs or something. Mm-hmm. I ain't going to say what I wanted to say. No, but, for, real. for real. But like you said, somebody going to teach it to them. Mm-hmm. Like, especially in this day of age, somebody going to teach it to them. They going to learn it. You know, so you might as well go and take the initiative and, you know, and, and go on and lay it all out for the kid. Like, my daughter, she's six years old, and even my my, my, my three-year-old, my two-year-old daughter, like, I raised all them the same. Mm-hmm. Like, just because she bigger don't mean nothing because I've, I've, after watching these kids, after having so many of them and after watching them, they understand way more than we think they understand. Mm. Like, Two and three year old, they understand a lot, and I think that's the at two and three. I think those years are key. From wow. from not being there and for my son and my my oldest daughter mm-hmm. to to being in the house every single day now, mm-hmm. I can tell you, they I'm telling you, they understand way more than what we think they understand. Sometimes my wife be like, "You think she understands? Watch." Mm. Watch, watch. I'm talking about they take it just like that. Because I'm telling you, like, wow. I, I really, from from watching my son, and like I told you, like, that year, that, like, that really did something to me. Like, because I know at the end of the day, when it's all said and done, when the lights go off, I ain't got football, I ain't got music. These are the people going to be right here. Mm-hmm. These are the people I'm going to have to deal with. So, so somewhere down the line, if I mess up and football all that over with, I mess up and 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 abandon my son or something, and he fall down the wrong road and, and lead to something else, ain't nobody going to do nothing but joke on us then. Oh, Mo Claiborne, his son, did whatever. They don't know what the situation might have been, you know, but that's what it's going to be, and it's going to be my fault, you know, and, and, and let's just take away the people. Mm. At the end of the day, if I mess up and go wrong, it's going to be bad for his future. Either he gonna end up in jail or he gonna end up in a graveyard somewhere, mm. you know. And he not gonna waste. I'm not. I'm not gonna allow him to waste his life. Mm. I'm gonna allow him to be free. I'm gonna allow him to do whatever he want to do, you know. But I'm not gonna let him just throw his life away, mm. you know, at all. And like I said, like I I, I feel the difference in when you're not there and when you're there. When you're there every single day, with him. And, you know, even if you're not able to live with your child, you and the mom got this or whatever going on, just try your best to spend just a little time. Mm-hmm. You know, I, if, if, if you spend an hour, two hours with that kid every day, I promise you, we human, we habits. We just, we work on habits. We humans, we, if we keep doing something, we're going to find joy in it mm-hmm. and we're going to keep going. Mm-hmm. Just try to get your kid an hour or so, two hours or so a day. I probably they gonna have you laugh and they gonna have you roll. You're gonna be like, wow. This is what I've been missing with this. Mm. Like, I'm telling you, around that two and three age, mm-hmm. it's key. It's mm. key. And and like I said, like they 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 know most of the most of our kids don't have their dad in the house, so they gotta rely on mom. And like we said, like it's important to have him. Like, so and, and to all the mothers out there that's the ones that, you know, you you want him to you you talk around your family or so, 
about how you want him to see your kids and you want him to do this and that. But on the, the back end, he trying to do that and you not letting him do that. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is between you and the dad, let it go. Like, it's only the kid is the only person that will be hurt behind it. You not going to be hurt. The man not going to be hurt. Only person going to be hurt is going to be the kid time and time again. Like, I know your feelings involved in it. Our feelings are involved in it. And it's hard when our feelings get involved in something. It's hard to take your feelings out of something. But if you love your kid, you wouldn't even, and, and all that he or she matter to you, it wouldn't even it wouldn't even mean nothing to you what he's doing or what he's out there doing. You got your kid, you know, and you love him or her with, with, without nobody there or with them there. But I'm here to tell you it's going to be important. It's going to be key to how that human grow up and what they become to be in the long run. Like, it's going to hurt them. You hear the stories all the time. It's going to hurt them somewhere. Like, all I hear kids say all the time, I don't have, I didn't have my daddy. Like, I don't have my daddy. And it's got so common now that it's easy for kids to use it as an excuse now that they didn't have, you know, they, they dad or they mom, you know. So it ain't got so common now that it's easy for kids to, to use that as an excuse as well. And I'm going to tell you on both ends, if you don't got your dad at the house, that ain't no excuse for you as a young one to 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 use once you get old enough to understand. Because mm-hmm. once you get old enough to understand and you really trying to understand it, you're going to really, you're going to go back and see that situation. And now you might be holding resentment towards your, your dad or your mom for doing a certain thing. Like I said, it's going to always come back to you. And you don't tell them how you're going to take that mentally, you know. Wow. I thought we was going to talk about one thing, <laughs> but this was what we were supposed to talk about. Right. This is so much more important than um, anything we could have talked about today. Yeah. For real. Yeah. For real. Because it's, it's important, though. You're right. It's, it's important, and it's, and it's happening too much. It's, like it's, it is what is happening in our society right now. We keep We keep saying to the quote-unquote, it's a real one oppressor take your foot off our neck Mm -hmm. don't do this don't do that but here's where the responsibility starts with what you're saying right now that's where we have Mm -hmm. to start like that teaches a young man like okay this is where i need to be right now right and another thing as you've been talking you listen to the spirit Mm -hmm. i know it i like you have named two or three instances where you said I saw this and I I had to make a change. Mm-hmm. I, I saw this situation and I knew it could go this way or this way. Mm-hmm. I saw this woman and I needed to make a decision. And, you know, basically what you're saying is you're in tune with the direction that God wants you to go in mm-hmm. and it's so evident. Like it's 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 I'm just I'm I'm honored that you would <clears throat> that I could even do this interview because I think this is one of the most important interviews that I have done mm-hmm. to date. Thank you. For real. Thank you. Like shout out to you and Jennifer because 
uh, and and Robert Owens, you know, mm-hmm. Bay. We're gonna throw yeah, his. Yeah, yeah. We can't forget Oprah. We can't and, forget Oprah and Claiborne. Your, and, and your precious mother. I said yes. Morris, right? So I mean, it's like this is a family. Like this is a family moment. This is the black family right here. Like mm-hmm. this is what Roland Martin needs to be talking about. This is what we need to be talking about right, right. here right. because we have to fix our stuff from the inside out. We can't ask somebody else to fix our stuff. You gave one of the best answers for what's happening right now. Get your family. Exactly. I, I honestly feel like we, <laughs> off the back, I, I feel like we've been lied to about a whole lot of stuff. And uh, it's coming up as kids, you know, and you and you try to understand, like, like when you, I'm just saying, just going back, just reading the Bible for yourself, you know, mm-hmm. not just taking the parts that make you feel good or, you know, make you, you know, love it or read the whole, the whole thing, you know, just go through it. And, and, and me doing that, you know, I realized that I've been lied to, I've been <laughs> bamboozled, mm-hmm. you know, swindled my whole life about certain things, you know, and mm-hmm. it, it makes you look at everything a little bit different. You know, it makes you, it makes you really, understand that you you are put on this earth to multiply and to take care of them and to have a wife you know you can love and you can grow old with and and once i understood just that little part right there mm. it how i live now that's just how that's what it is right Bro, there i'm finna run out this room <laughs> <laughs> So many jewels. First person I'm sending to my little brother. You know, like, I'm gonna give it to Rocky. You know, I, I am. I, I gotta get a part two. Yes, I have got to get a part two. We gonna get Jennifer in here because yeah. I'm. I'm so all in. Like, like you just. You gotta promise me. I should have blocked three, four hours because so <laughs> you given so much that we need mm-hmm. as a people, as a people, we need this. We have to hear this. Yes. Our families are suffering. Right. And when the family suffers, the community suffers. So it starts with us. And like you said, all these gems, they in my head. Now uh-huh. it's like you said, I love my wife more than I love my children. Like she's first. Right. And so often you got the beef. You like, yeah, I'm just gonna love on my kids. She be mm-hmm. tripping. He be tripping. Mm-hmm. No, that's out of order. That's mm-hmm. out of order. And so it's like you have laid a powerful blueprint today. Thank you. I mean, powerful blueprint. Like, thank you. I don't know what to do with myself. <laughs> I don't know what to do with myself. This is, look, this is the Live with Milani show. You heard it here. You know, I did it first. You know what I'm saying? Y'all going to get this work. You know? <laughs> so you did in the studio. Huh? I heard, I heard you that bar you just put together. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> I have my it. moments. You know, I done, I done got too old. I can't be out there, you know, flipping them freestyles on you. But, you know, if you want it, I can give it to you. <laughs> But, you know, I I love the music. And so what we're going to do is this will be our little pause break. I'm going to play the music right here. Fella can get that to me and we'll chop it up and do all that. But more than the music, um, God gives us these platforms and these gifts. But ultimately, 
what you just said, that's that's the core. That's and that's what I'm about because even coming up here, like my show has from day one, it has been just to inspire. Mm-hmm. It is truly, it's it's not even a. It was not about like, uh, you know, I want to get famous. And right, I, no, right. I I came off 2020 January. I was really sick, mm-hmm. and I was trying to do some films, and I had all this stuff, and I was stressed to the max. Mm. And I probably going at that rate. I mean, I was probably would have hurt myself. Mm-hmm. And I said, I'm. I, I, I was so sick, I couldn't return an email. Mm. And that did it. God was like, do you get it now? Mm. Do, do you get it? You, do you get how much you need me? Right. Like, I can shut all this down. And why are you doing it? And when I got better, the first thing I thought about was, I just want to do something that I really love to do, and that's talk to people. Mm. Let me just start there. And that is how this show was birthed. And it just kept going. I was like, whoa, I didn't even, I just was trying to do a little live. Yeah. But it became so much more than that. And I've had people on this show that I'm honored because I get to hear your story. Uh-huh. I ain't got really got to say nothing. Yeah. You have said, ah, bro, thank you. No, thank you. And it's good to, it's good thank to see you, you shake so you shook back and and feeling a lot better too. Oh man, I know God healed me. Yeah. yeah. Like like yeah. he healed yeah. me. Like I, I I've told people I've I've I understand cuz I've and like I understand that it's not a lot of people in this world that are believers. You know, and it's on you. You know, believe what you want to believe, feel how you want to feel, you know. Don't try to mess it up for us that do though. Right. You know. <laughs> And <laughs> yo, repeat that, bro. <laughs> That's a bar. <laughs> That's a bar. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't try to mess facts. it up. Don't try to mess it up for us that 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 do. And 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 it's like, man, you made me forget what I was finna say. I'm sorry, man. I mean, bro, you know you be well, coming with the crazy you, what bars, did you just, man. What did you just say? I, I said, uh, oh, I said, God healed me. Yes, so he helped me. For I, sure. I, I've been, I've been times in my life when people ask you like, "Well, how can you believe in in something that you you can't see or you can't this and that?" You know, so I I know when you say faith, you know, it's just you got to have faith and they, uh, okay. right, 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 yeah. So I can I can actually say that I I know when God is with me or when he I'm. I ain't gonna say he too far away from me. When I'm too far away from him, mm-hmm. you know, to me it worked like a it like to me it worked like a cell phone tower. It, if you you close, you can get some signal. You mm-hmm. far away, you it's ain't like even getting no signal. Shoddy. You know? <laughs> yeah. So I done been there where I've 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 felt him with me, you know, and I've had times where I'm like, I know I ain't living right. Mm-hmm. You know? Like I've Facts. I've I've had times in my life where when I was in college, I wrote down all the goals, I wrote down all my goals that I wanted to accomplish. That's on the field, off the field, my kids. Like, I, I promise you every single thing like that. Like, my mama, like, mm-hmm. get my mama and them out the hood. Like, like all that type of stuff. Goals on the field. Mm-hmm. And I prayed every night over them, every single morning over them. No matter what time I went to sleep that previous night, 
When I get up, the first thing I'm doing when I roll over is hitting my knees, pull it from under the bed, pray over it, slide it back under there. Mm. When I wake up in the morning, same thing. I go to sleep, same thing. And I hit every single goal that was on that. <laughs> every single last one of them. I believe Like, I understand the the power, power. in yeah. prayer yeah. and and believing, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Like, it ain't worth yeah. nothing if you don't believe. You know, it's all right to believe. Right. I know you're saying something because I was cleaning out some stuff in my husband's closet, and I found the exact same thing. Really? There's something to that. Like, prayers that he prayed for his mother, mm-hmm. things that he wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Like, he said, I want to help people make their dreams come true. Mm-hmm. Like, and now that I look back on it, he's such a giver. But it was never, my husband never even bought himself a car. Mm-hmm. It'd be like I that. mean, at, at one point, he's like <laughs> the biggest, one of the biggest stars in the world. And he was always about, I'm going to be this for other people. Mm-hmm. My mother this, da-da-da-da-da-da. And I know what you're saying is absolutely true. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely true. So I hope not only people our age are listening young people mm-hmm. so they can know that this is real yes right. this is real it, and it's 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 really a spiritual warfare yes like yeah it's yeah. in today's age what's going on in the world now it's way deeper than what we all could even imagine i feel like me personally I'm with you. It's and way third to know we, we <laughs> are on one accord. Yeah. Look at that. Where your sword at? I got <laughs> real. No, for real. real. It gets your no, armor right. For real. Yeah. Like, armor up every mm-hmm. day. Every and, day. And even to have a partner mm-hmm. in life where one can put a th- thousand, two can put 10,000. So even who you link up with, mm-hmm. you know, yes, husband, wife, but also your friends, right. who you keep in your circle. Exactly. Like, do you really understand like mm-hmm. what we doing out here? Mm-hmm. Like it's real out here. And those, you know, how you live your life and what doors are you opening access exactly. points are you opening up? Exactly. So the type of energy man. you you bring you being around. Man. Yeah, man, because you got great energy, bro. I'm I'm so upset right I now. It. I should have locked this down <laughs> for three hours. I'm gonna <laughs> have to give we we're no, this, um this, bro- I'm sorry, go, go ahead. ahead. No, I don't no, want to cut you off. No, 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 go ahead. We're broadcasting from uh, Maker's Gym in Frisco, Texas. First of all, this facility is absolutely amazing. Tori Hunter, Matt Kemp, Katrina Hunter, y'all have uh, provided something very special for this community. And, um, I mean, I should have blocked more time, but we're coming back. We're going to do a second show. But this this was my first show up here, and I could not be happier because, you know, I believe that, places have a certain spirit to them too mm-hmm. and they offer like us to be comfortable when we right. come in and that's what this is so but yeah finish your it's point that, i was just i was just saying i was just gonna say uh it is wonderful it's like a movie set like this yeah. this whole yeah. thing is it's awesome yeah uh, but i feel like part two is gonna be it's gonna be good i feel like this is gonna be like a little tease or something to get them ready yes and indeed. then part two is gonna be it's gonna be good oh yeah yeah, it'll be awesome. <laughs> and Great then, so come. so here's the vision. 
right. we won't be in this room. What we're going to do, we're going to go down the hall. We're going to set up the living room. Okay. Oh, we going to, because, oh, yeah. you know, I, I'm yeah. trying to have a whole show. Yeah. I'm trying to have a couch. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Then we're going to shoot down to the end right here, and we're going to do the live show, and you're going to ha- go ahead and do your thing. Yeah, okay. bro. So it's going to be a cool. full day of, because, you know, my favorite, and I used to work on that set when mm-hmm. I was 19 years old, Arsenio Hall. Mm, I used yeah. to work on that set as a young, young person. What did they do to oh, you? Oh, man. It inspired <laughs> me. Like, like I think about what I would want to do, and I'm like, he had, Arsenio had his hand on the pulse of the music business. Um, he was breaking artists. Like, people didn't realize, like, artists wasn't getting love like that, but he was like, if you went on Arsenio, listen. And he was, you got to see like artists that you didn't know about, it, right. especially African-American. Yeah. I mean, Arsenio brought on Farrakhan. Yeah. I seen some clips. He didn't get no it. show I after that. Some, <laughs> I seen some clips of his show, man. Yeah. No, I, seen, I, seen, I seen one where he, where he was going after these after these white dudes for something. They was mocking him for something. They said ah. he didn't have any gay people on his show. Yes. He went yeah, off. He, he was like, oh, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, it's like. You know, I love music, and, and, and I want this to be an expression of the creativity that we have, but also who we are. Right. Like, it's just your story. Like, now I have something to connect it to mm-hmm. where it's like, why am I buying this? Oh, I'm buying this because uh, Bay and yeah. Miss Claiborne <laughs> right, right, and, right. And, and Jennifer <laughs> and the children. It's yeah. like I, I have attached it to... What you stand for. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Thank Absolutely. You. Is, it, is it clearer now? We actually had this conversation, you and I, last night in the <laughs> studio. Yeah. So it just came full circle. Right. You know? We it's always bigger that. than music. Yeah. Right. It's always bigger. Yeah. But I for remember, sure. and I, we got shut down in a minute, but yeah. I remember my husband, when he went to Carolina, it was it was tough because no player likes to get traded. Mm-mm. I don't care, you know, unless your situation right. is. Right. But he just wasn't that dude, and he was – he was really thrown off. Mm-hmm. It was it was devastating to him. He yeah. and he talks about maybe I can get him on here, but he said he wanted to take his life. Mm-hmm. He said he just had had enough of just all of it, and he said he was looking over the balcony and um, we were in Oakland at the time, and it was just like these rocks below. We were up on the hill, and he said a sea of people appeared in front of him, and he didn't even recognize their faces. Mm-hmm. And he and God told him if you do that you will affect all these people that you don't even know, have never met. And he, you know, went on to Charlotte. Um, He had to start over. I'm sure, I don't know what y'all go through with that, but I remember God telling me, and I was really praying for him, and I remember God saying, it's not about football. Tell him he plays for me. Mm -hmm. Tell him that every, every yard, let it represent a soul or a person. And to this day, there are players that will come up to me and say, if it had not been for your husband, I wouldn't know God. Like, and I've seen Chester McLaughlin, big old dude, teary-eyed. He went on, rest in peace, Chester. Uh, Randy Jordan, now over at Washington Redskins, um, mm-hmm. coach now. I mean, I can go down the line. Napoleon Kaufman, he was one of the dopest running backs, yeah. left early to become a pastor. And so it's it really is so much bigger than what we're actually doing. Oh, yeah. And and uh, this this proves that to me. Like, 
I had no idea I was gonna get the relationship <laughs> <Yeah>. guru <laughs> up know, in right? here, up in here. And you open up the word, Man, bro. But but saying something to to what you just said, football is tough. Football yeah. is is mentally, yeah. you know, because it's so it's so fast and stuff like like you got stuff going on at home in the real world, you know, something that 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 you got to put aside for for your job. Yeah. And when you get to the door at that building, you got to pack all that stuff up and put it at the door. No matter what you're going through, divorce, you could be going through a divorce. You could be going through, no matter what it, it may be in the world that you're going through, when you get to that door to go play football, you got to box that up and leave it there before you go in that building. And your mind got to be exactly on what's going on in this building. And what's going on in that building at that time may be stressing you out ten times than worse than what you got right. going on at home. Yeah, you know, and yeah. and it's your job, and and the whole world. I sure wish I knew that as a young wife. <laughs> like, there's a whole nother. We're going to have a whole series. We're going to have a series. Yeah. Look, you want to do a podcast? Y'all want to do a podcast with me, with Jennifer? Because I'm telling you, if I had known that as a young wife, because mm-hmm. uh, I had stresses of my own. I'm moving everywhere. We got babies. I ain't got no family. All this stuff that's big to me. Mm-hmm. But had I have known how I could have been a better helpmate yeah. to him, uh-huh how I could have made things easier, but it's okay. Cause I'm going to help some of y'all young wives uh-huh. out here. Yeah, exactly. Y'all going to hear this and, and get, you yeah. going to hear this. You're going to be like, Ooh, and then your husband's going to see us in the street. and be like, yo, <laughs> <laughs> matter of fact, Jerry Jones and Milani, you know how you talk. <laughs> That's how you say my name, Milani. <laughs> yeah. I helped yeah. you out, Mr. Jones. Yeah. <laughs> that, that dynamic is crazy, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. but anyway, uh, you are, here with Live with Milani. We're going to wrap this up. I so don't want to, but I know I have to. So uh, we've been with Morris Claiborne and Daryl Good. He joined in. We're going to talk to him a little bit more next time. And we're going to do some fun stuff. Just sitting here, I see the vision of where I want to take the show. So I'm just so thankful for this moment because I see it. I've been waiting on God to show it to me, but I'm clear now. I'm yeah. glad I brought oh, I could yes, come you in. Yes, you did. Home. You know what I'm saying? Go ahead, preach, you. preacher. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> so bless them. <laughs> yeah. um, this has been great, great, great. So uh, once again, Morris, thank you. Thank you. Uh, shout out to Jennifer, the babies. Thank you uh, for fixing your schedule and and, and, and being able and making it easier for me. Let me tell you and something. You too, fella. Appreciate so good, it. Man. The first we thing that you. came. To my mind, his fa- I have a family. Uh-huh. I know what I would want as a wife. So I'm really trying to get in with her. It's not even about you. Uh-huh. Cause she's gonna be like, Oh, you can go again. <laughs> like, girl, I got your back. What time is good for you? You got your nails done. <laughs> no, she was excited. She was excited too. When I once I told her what I what I was going to do and what yeah. I, she was excited herself. Like she's been she's been excited for a couple weeks now yeah. just from the stuff that's going on with the music yeah. and stuff like that yeah. because she she she's sat in the studio with me at times and you know man it's a family but, show you know, yeah, yeah. let me tell you something little d good we be oh. right in the middle of a session d good was like what four or five man talking about we knew the phone hear the phone ringing d good be like that where yet <laughs> like checking me what y'all bro. doing like he was running us and we were like that's, that's d good yeah what time you coming and Man. I mean, we might have like yeah. bun beats. Yeah, I mean, we in the thick of it, bro. He gotta stop. How old is he? Man, he's twenty one. Twenty one. Yeah, he but, just met. He just met Mo last night. Yeah. But that's what's so yeah. crazy because he's doing it now. So he was yeah. watching uh-huh. us. 
Yeah. He was, mm-hmm. If we had a not acknowledged him, yep. can you imagine? Like he he know I, you yeah. know yo Titi, like <laughs> he could call me anytime because he those were my children too, That's and right. I wanted them to treat my children like that. So oh, yeah. I'm like, no, nah, bring the babies. Yeah, right. right they right. need to see what we What's do. Like on? this, exactly. that's how they do mm-hmm. in other cultures. That's right. So they grow up and they like I already got the business. Mm-hmm. I already know how to run it. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm getting my son up here. He gonna oh, he yeah. gonna clean something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Go up there and see what <laughs> Mr. Hunter need from you. You yeah, want to be bro. in the business? Go serve. Right. Go figure out what you can do. But right. we'll just keep going. I will keep talking, man. Thank y'all so so oh, much. Yeah. We're gonna wrap it up. Ten nine eight seven six five four three two one, and we are out live. Applause.